Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Haley Altman, the Global Director of Business Development and Strategy for Latera, a document lifecycle software provider. Hi, Haley. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Ari. Thanks for having me on. It's a privilege. So tell us about your background and your role at Latera. I've been at Latera for a little less than a year now, and I came here in a unique way through acquisition. Four years ago, I created a company called Doxly, which was focused on managing transactions. So any M&A, venture capital, private equity, all of the different transaction types. What we wanted to do was take some of the core paper workflows, managing your checklist and managing the signature process, and turn it into a collaborative workspace where everyone could work together on the deal. So after creating the technology, worked with a number of great global law firms to deliver that to them, we were acquired by Latera in August of 2019. So I originally joined as the general manager of transaction management and kind of helped integrate that product into the larger Latera suite. And throughout that process, working with Latera to think more about how do we bring the traditional drafting products, your comparison tools, your contract companion where we check all of the section references or content companion where we're looking to help you find the right content for your contracts into the transaction and workflow space. And so throughout that process, I've been thinking with the company as to like, what's our broader strategy around how we're going to continue to evolve to meet customer needs. Just this month, they asked me to take on a broader role in the company, really thinking more about how are you going to continue to develop business and what's our strategy to work with customers and how we can evolve in the marketplace. How would you characterize the transition from initially law firm partner to legal tech startup founder to senior executive at the software firm that acquired your company? It has been quite the journey. Working through the law firm side to become a partner, the process isn't really clear and it's not 100% linear. You, you have an idea of what you need to do to reach that partner status. Like you need to be able to show that you have the aptitude and competency as an attorney as a whole. You've got to show that you can develop a book of business and you've got to really gain the partnership's trust to make it to partners. There's certain things that you know you need to do. Going from partner at a law firm into the startup world is just like doing that polar ice plunge where you're just like, oh, whoa, okay, this is different. (laughs) Every day in the startup world is really different. There's so many challenges you need to address. There's the way you work, how you work with different people is dramatically different. In a law firm world, you, while you're a team, everyone works with their practice group and there are certain people you work with to manage different matters. It's a really individual endeavor. I can always stay up and draft a purchase agreement. I can always find ways to get the work done that needs to be done for my client. It's always better if I can work together with other people to produce higher quality work. But at the end of the day, it is very individual driven. When you're in a startup situation, no matter how dynamic or amazing a leader can be, 
you have to have a team with you to really build out that product, to understand what the market needs. So you really have to come together. The management style change from moving from the law firm to the startup world is dramatic. It was something that I think took me a while to get used to trying to get rid of that mindset of I could just do it myself. If you're not going to be able to do it, then I'll just do it myself. And so really learning to delegate and count on other people and find ways to bring people into the company that really challenged and filled the gap in where you may not be as strong with something that was really different. It was also just such a roller coaster. You never knew what a day would be like, whereas the law firm world is very, I always knew what I was going to do and I knew how I was going to do it. Here it was just everything would come at you so fast from different perspectives. And so it was a lot of just trying to figure out, okay, what is the most important thing? How do we keep our focus on delivering value to our customers? What do we need to build? And really taking in a lot of feedback. Then transitioning after the sale, we go from a 10-person company that has been working together, almost battling together for the benefit of our customers for three years. And now those 10 people are now part of an organization that has over 400. And so the scope and the size changes again. And now it's helping a new organization see the value that we've brought to customers. And we brought something different. They had a lot of technology that sits in the Microsoft Ribbon where, where you're working, you can take advantage of all of these tools that make your workflow process a lot better. And we live in this collaborative workspace world where you're going to be helping people work on multiple documents at the same time and pull these different workflows together. So it was an interesting world of getting people that are typically working with desktop products to understand the world of SaaS. And like what it takes to deliver technology in the SaaS space is just different. There was a lot of cross-learning as to, okay, what does it mean to work in a big company? What does it mean to bring all these things together? And so it's been a new education process about what it takes to be a leader within a company. And how do you better work for a larger company purpose and bring a lot of different products together each stage has been this consistent evolution in terms of how I think and how I approach problems and how you work together with others. Given your focus now on business development, what is Latera's acquisition strategy? When we look at any type of acquisition or when we look at whether we're going to build something additional or buy something, we always look at three key components. Does the opportunity help firms retain their clients? It's really important for us that we're delivering technology for lawyers that improves the relationship they have with their clients. Can we help them deliver higher value, higher quality work product? The second pillar is, does the opportunity help us increase realization rates? We know that there's not as often where technology can increase direct profitability. It can, when we've got fixed fee transactions, being more efficient with what you do can help increase profitability. But more often, we can really look at how we can increase the law firm's realization rates. Then the third thing we look at, does the opportunity have a way to make the end users happier? And I know that sounds kind of fluffy. What does it mean to make the end users happier? But Avanish and I both were attorneys. So our friends are the people that are using this technology. People that are doing work that we are passionate about are actually touching the tools that the company is delivering. And we want the tools that we deliver, including things that we bring on from an acquisition, 
to have that ability to make end users happy. A new thing that we're starting to consider more, and I think you'll see it a little bit with the acquisition of best practices, we're starting to look a little bit more at how do we help you and help our users get the first draft as close to the final delivery as we can, really solid. And we're always looking at how do we expand the suite that we do to do more things that are important to our customers. And I just want to note, you mentioned Avanish, you're referring to Avanish Mawaha, the CEO of Latera, who I have had mm -hmm. the privilege of interviewing for this podcast. You mentioned best practice. I was very proud to see best practice being acquired by Latera. The founder of that company was an active attendee at the Legal Tech Mafia breakfast. And I'm curious, how does Latera's acquisition of best practice align with its overall approach? When you think of the acquisitions we're doing in best practice in particular, we really talk to our customers a lot about what they need. We spend a lot of time really trying to understand what's important to them. And as we talk to them, they really wanted to get, they really wanted to be able to surface the right content at the right time. As their attorneys are drafting, they want to find ways to get access to the information that's really important to them right away. We're content agnostic. We have great relationships with Hira and other sources where they can analyze content and bring more content in. We want to be content agnostic. We want to make sure that the attorneys have access to all the content they need at the right time. So for us, that means smarter drafting. And what best practice can do is it can help the attorneys surface the content while they're drafting that's really ties into what they're looking for. So not just a, what does this sentence have 10 words we need to find? Do we, can we find something that's the closest match and it also is 10 words? We want to find the context of it. And so we want to help them surface what's relevant to them. And so we want to surface that relevant at an accurate content faster. And we want relevancy to be determined by the attorney that's looking at it. This gives us a way to really take that drafting process that we're so passionate about improving and find ways to make that process faster and more relevant for the user. The value of the Latera desktop as a whole is really strong. And this just really continues to amplify the benefits of those processes. Given your experience as the founder of Doxly, how has Latera transformed transaction management? That's another area where we really just keep trying to say, what more can we do to help our customers? So right now, we continue to evolve the product as a whole. When Latera acquired Doxly, they also acquired Workshare, and by extension, Workshare Transact. And Workshare Transact had done a lot of stuff around checklist management, how do we have more flexible statuses so that we can have the banking and finance industry is the same way that we can provide benefit to the M&A and real estate markets? What we're doing right now is bringing those two technologies together and offering everyone up a more holistic global platform. But more importantly than just the technology itself, we created a group of transaction advisors, lawyers, paralegals, and customer success professionals that work with law firms and their team to help them in increase technology adoption. Vendors have a responsibility to do more to help bring technology into law firms. 
Law firms are trying to do a lot of work with different technology products, and the vendors can actually really help that process by decreasing the hurdle to adoption to the greatest extent we have. So we deploy transaction advisors for every firm. And so for the first deal that you do, you have someone that can help you set up the deal, show you the ropes on how it works and make that time to value much shorter for you. I think one of the things that I've been so impressed with in terms of how we're innovating in this space is saying that adoption is really important and we're going to continue to expand the product to meet the customer needs that we hear from a feedback perspective. But we're also going to take it one step further and provide people to really help in that process as well. How has the remote working environment impacted the way your customers use your software? I think that just shown that the need for this type of software is so important. A lot of the transaction management process outside of these transaction management tools is very paper driven. People have Word document closing checklists, they'll have Excel spreadsheets of all the signers and diligence requests. And it's really hard to manage these very paper-driven processes when you're at home. No one has printers that can print 400-page loan agreements and make it so that you can adequately review them or create all the signature page packets that you would used to have to do. Also signers, especially in the beginning when we were all quarantined and couldn't travel, how do you witness a document? How do you notarize things? How do you obtain signatures for people that aren't supposed to leave their house? These technology tools show, especially in the transaction management space, is that we can help you work from home. We can help you do all the things that you used to do with folders and files. It can all be done in an electronic workspace. So it can give you a way to work better with your teams when you are down the hall from each other and better to work with your clients and all of the parties to the transaction. It gives people a way to actually continue doing the same type of work that they were doing before, but removing some of the issues that they might have had in terms of switching from home and not having access to some of the tools that they would have had in the law firm environment. How do you see the document lifecycle sector evolving? with working from home or having to be able to be flexible in terms of where you work and how you work, you're going to see a lot more focus on what are the tools that are going to be available and how can we greater stitch those tools together? Because a lot of the document lifecycle tools in terms of comparison and templating and doc automation and content reuse, these are all important tools, but how can they come together so that you can almost create that document workflow within your workspace. There's going to be more evolution to figure out how to pull these tools together into a more comprehensive process, but I think you'll also see it continue to expand in terms of how people look at things from both a litigation and transactional perspective. When you look at some of the document lifecycle, there are certain things that are very different about a litigation document than it is about a transactional document. So I think you'll continue to see greater specification amongst the tools to provide more coverage to different areas. So a little bit more of a process-driven approach on the litigation and transactional side. You're going to see more effort focused on how to draft smarter, how to draft more efficiently and, and faster. And that doesn't necessarily mean that a robot's going to draft your document and it's going to put all the pieces together. I think the ability to surface more content that's relevant to people is going to be important. You're going to see a shift to these tools evolving into collaborative workspaces. 
having these tools available in Word allows you to work on them for each document you work on, but the importance of how these documents relate to each other is gonna become more and more apparent. So having a workspace where these drafting tools can live and operate against all the documents that are relevant to a litigation or all the documents that are relevant to a corporate or even employment matter, having them all in a single place where you can leverage the power of them on a single document as well as on a document set clients continue to put pressures, it's going to become more important for law firms to figure out how they can get that first draft as close to final as possible. And so these tools coming together, I think, will provide a way for people to meet those client needs in that efficient manner. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Haley Altman, the Global Director of Business Development and Strategy for Latera, a document lifecycle software provider. Haley, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.